0: My wonderful friend, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nikrita, your host. And I'm very happy to have you with us today again. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay with us. Uh, we are going to have a wonderful program together. And also we have something to give out to you today also, like all Luis. And uh, from the beginning, I like to give you the phone number. Uh, to have it ready there if you like to send us a text uh, message during this program to be part of this program, maybe a question, a comment. But also the number uh, will be good when you'll send us a um, text message with the code. We'll give you a bit later on about the offer which we have for today. The number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Again the number zero four triple eight. Eight zero eight double one. It's good to have uh, Tracy Papandreou, our co-host, with us ad- again today. Thank you, Tracy, for joining.
1: Hi, Nick. It's good to be here again, and hi to all the listeners. And uh, you know, just just drop us a text and let us know who you are. We love to get to understand our audience, so so please participate on that number that we've given you.
0: Absolutely. Tracy, this was uh, quite an intense uh, week uh, with the topics, one more important than the other. You know, Uh, I really liked it. Um, We talk about the ecumenical spirit in a post-biblical world. Uh, We approached uh, this with the first program. Uh, What was, I mean, was the protestant protest a mistake? Do all uh, paths lead to heaven? Doesn't matter which way you're going, you, uh, as long as you reach the top of the mountain. You know, I heard that expression quite a lot.
1: Oprah thinks so. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, is the ecumenical spirit the same as biblical unity? That was a very good program. And just uh, the other night, uh, uh, our friend Fabiano with the uh, uh, pastor here, uh, they were talking about uh, are there... Uh, biblical limits on unity in diversity. Now, today we are going to uh, also talk about what is biblical unity. And uh, I hope that uh, our listeners, you know, and we definitely, we enjoy ourselves, you know, all these uh, discussions, uh, you may be able to grasp, you know, uh, some of the things which we are going to talk about What unity means from a biblical um, perspective, because obviously with the things going on in the world, uh, it's, I mean, no wonder that people talking about unity because we are so disunited. (laughs) We are so separated, segregated, um, very individualistic Mm -hmm. uh, oriented. Um yeah what do you feel Tracy just before we getting into this um uh, topic into the program what's your first you know um reaction when you hear um this kind of uh, you know topics um, particularly ecumenical um spirit in the post biblical world i mean ecumenical means to unite you know uh, together
1: i just think in all things we have to go back to the word and and be sure that um, that that it's what God wants for us. There are lots of things that, on face value, they look like. Well, why wouldn't that be a good thing? Um, but we just need to always be ensuring that we're um, uh, thinking about those things in the light of the of the the scriptures and, mm-hmm. and the word which we which we've given, been given to to give us good guidance.
0: Now that's uh, that's important. Again, please stay with us uh, and send your uh, messages. If you like to be part of this program, the number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. It's always a pleasure to have David Delima from Family Voice Australia with us again. Thank you for joining us, David. Well, thanks for having me, Nick. David, this um, week we are uh, indeed uh, talking about a very significant uh, aspect, uh, the ecumenical spirit in a post-biblical world. Mm -hmm. If I could ask you uh, this question. As a Christian ministry, I'm sure Family Voice Australia believes in the importance of unity.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But uh, your work has certainly attracted controversy. Yes. Are you prepared to forsake unity by your actions? We are. Unity
3: is a wonderful thing, and we should strive for unity, especially if it means that it's up to me to give up some little matter that's of no particular significance. I can set that aside. However, on major matters, we can't budge, and it is uh, most disturbing to find that we have often within the Christian community different views about all manner of things, sexuality, scripture, even the person and work of Christ. So these fundamental things are not negotiable, and that means that we have to agree to disagree. And if that means disunity, then so be it. So uh, regrettably, that's the case. Uh, Jesus said, of course, Nick, woe to you when all men speak well of you. Mm. So it does tragically seem that many Christians go through life elevating unity above everything else and setting aside major doctrines, setting aside the supremacy of Christ and the things that we hold dear as as, uh, Bible-believing Christians. That's not acceptable. Mm. So we've got to learn to sharpen up. There are differences. Paul, writing to the Corinthians, said, no doubt there must be differences to see which of you have God's approval.
0: We can't all be right. Mm, that's very very well said. And is unity at any price a biblical Christian position? No, it isn't. And this is
3: the fault that we've got to expose uh, because we've got to recognize that as valuable as unity is, there is a higher reality, which is righteousness and truth and following the Lord. Mm. So uh, Jesus, in fact, said that he has not come to bring Peace, but a sword mm. uh, there will be division he said Yes, he, he didn't seek division personally Nick I hate division I hate it when I'm in disagreement with other people I long for unity and I'll do whatever I can to bring about unity but not at any price
0: mm. oh, that's uh, very important uh, what is the basis of Christian unity is it right doctrine right practice or what well,
3: it is those things, but above all, it's unity around Christ mm. because that's what we've got in common. It's a recognition of who he is, his lordship, his role as saviour and lord. From that comes right righteousness, right doctrine, truth. He, he said he is the truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So truth emerges from Christ. So all truth is God's truth. And so that means that we need to concentrate on him And by exalting him, by seeking the leading of his Holy Spirit, remember Nick, Jesus said that his Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. Yes. It's the Spirit of Christ indwelling that will lead us into truth. So that's how we understand Scripture, rightly handling it. That's how we consider books of doctrine and Bible study resources. And that's how, as we relate with one another, we test what each one has to say, I might have a little feeling as to the way to go and test it with you and you may confirm it or you may say, no, I don't think that's right. You know, As we come together as God's people around Christ with his indwelling Holy Spirit, we're led into the truth. So that's where we get doctrine from. Mm. So higher than doctrine is Christ. Which is nothing wrong with doctrine. No, of course.
0: But it proceeds from him Mm. as we exalt him. I think that's very well said, uh, David, and uh, we need to know Jesus mm-hmm. more uh, rather than to know the uh, tradition of man. It yes. comes in my mind uh, when Jesus approached the teachers mm-hmm. of the time, you know, mm-hmm. the Pharisees, the sadducees mm-hmm. you know, and he said, how well did you change the mm-hmm. law of God in favor of your own tradition? Yes. And this is probably the thing which we struggle with mm-hmm. when we talk about uh, ecumenism, unity, because uh, I heard about too much, about doesn't matter, you know, um, who you are, what you believe. I mean, Mm, we just mm, need to unite mm. as Christians. But I think, as you pointed out very well, we need to understand what unity is all about. Is unity just for the sake of uh, peace? Mm. Even though Jesus said that I came to bring the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to conclude with yes, well, uh, on just, this point? Just highlighting those seven churches in the
3: book of Revelation, five of which were in trouble with the Lord. So they were all professing faith in Christ, but he's, he said to one of them that they are in danger of being spat out of the mouth of Christ. These are devastating words mm. for any church to receive. And I pray that our listeners will be led by the Holy Spirit as each one professor's faith in Christ, receiving him as Savior and Lord, that his Holy Spirit will lead us into truth so that we will rightly follow the Lord and never be in danger of being spat out of his mouth.
0: Thank you so much, David, for sharing with us today. May God richly bless you and work for the unity in the right way. Amen.
4: Tough times shouldn't mean going hungry or eating unhealthy food. The Yarra Valley Seventh-day Adventist Church is running a free and fresh community food program every Friday at 11 a.m. This community pantry will be held at the Wondon Senior Citizens Centre, 401 Warburton Highway, Wondon North. There will be a range of seasonal fruit, vegetables and bread available to anyone in need. And please bring your own bags. For more information, you can call 5967-1272. That's 5967-1272 or visit
0: yarravalleychurch.org.au. Remember, every Friday at 11 a.m. And this is uh, FaithFM, big Q&A. This is drive time program. And thank you for um, joining us, uh, tuning in today. Please don't hesitate to visit our website also, faithfm.com.au. There are some other offers there and you can learn uh, more things about uh, us. Um, But today... Uh, We are going to talk about uh, what is biblical uh, unity. And uh, here in the studio, we have uh, Tracy Papandreou, who is our uh, co-host. Now, Tracy is an active member um, on Brighton Church here in Adelaide, a bit more down south. And um, uh, she's a very passionate, um, you know, uh, and faithful Child of God, you know, keen to spread the good news, the gospel with, with as many people as uh, possible. And through the waves, also through the um, this radio program, she's uh, so kindly um, preparing uh, programs on Fridays particularly. But uh, Tracy, it's uh, very important to address uh, this um, question uh, today. What is uh, biblical unity? Now, uh, there are many moves today uh, to try to unite Christians and even all religions mm. uh, known as ecumenism, as we have it for the, our team. Surely this is a good thing. What do you think?
1: Well, as I was referring to before, you know, there are many things that come along and on the face value, it, it, it seems like a good thing. Mm. And sometimes we have to dig deeper and really look at the at the whole uh, picture, if you like. Let, we need to dig down and drill down and not just just um, accept things, you know, at, at, at face value. Um, real unity is a great thing. Mm. It's a great thing. You know, I can't – I think it's going great when we're in heaven and, and you know – all of the controversy and everything is gone, and and everyone just has that beautiful love for each other. That's that's going to be. And Jesus
0: prayed for this, for the unity of his uh, children. You know, to be exactly. one, to be in oneness, but exactly. uh, uh, on, on the on the right thing. You know, because this is the problem we have today:
1: mm. too many
0: differences, too many um, ideas, concepts, uh, even doctrines. You know.
1: Yeah, and I think that's. Um, what has fed into the push mm. for ecu- ecu- oh, I'm just ecumenism? Gonna say, it's, it's one of those <laughs> words you have to get your tongue around. Sometimes the 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 the, the, the desire for everyone to be united. So normally, you Nick, who's got the tongue <laughs> tongue tied around the words, not not me. Anyway, um, yeah, but I, as I referred to, straight up, you know, it's important that um, we pursue unity in the way that it was meant, and mm. how can we work that out when well, then we have to go to the Word to find out what was meant Very by good. that. And we know that unity is something that that Christ desired for us. Um, in John 34 to 35, um, Christ was actually, Thomas um, had asked, you know, mm. where are you going? This was just before Christ ascended into heaven, and um, and uh, he said, "You know you, you know you know where i'm'm I'm, I'm going and and Thomas said, no I, I, I don't know and and he talked about a, a, a few things around that and then he said uh, in john thirty four thirty five a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another and this is often the text that is used as the proof, if you like mm-hmm. for this need. And, and for it, it to be biblical for all of, of, of Christianity to unite and even other other religions, I've heard that being the mm-hmm. text it's actually used. But there are other um, texts as well. You know, with everything, we can't just take one text and make a full doctrine out of it. We've got to look at what... Um, what the Bible says across the across the various books of the Bible for that particular topic to understand fully, yeah. because that's the thing with the Bible; it is very complex, um, and you do often have to look at across the whole Bible to get a really good picture of something. Because um, and and um, David referred to this text in Matthew ten thirty four to thirty six, Jesus was was saying. Do not think that I came to bring peace on the earth. Mm. Some people, if they're not aware of this text, you know, it can be quite confronting. He said, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword, for I've come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household, which really, you know, is is one of those radical things that we don't expect Christ to be saying. So here he said at one stage, you know, I've given you a new commandment, love each other. And then he said in another point, he's saying, Hey, you think I've come to bring peace? Yeah. You know? And then also in Amos 3 3 in the Old Testament, um, God was actually saying, Can two walk together unless they are agreed? Mm. So I think what we need to do is we should expect, therefore, when we look at these three texts, which are quite, quite different, um, that we should expect that unity in terms of what God seeks is going to be something that needs to be under, understood in the balance of all these different perspectives yeah. um, that we should just all love each other is not the full picture.
0: Yeah, that's need right. need to
1: look at it in, it in its entirety.
0: Now, you pointed out, um, particularly from John, uh, chapter 34 there, how important is love. Mm. Then in uh, Amos here also, Uh, suggests here that at least you need to agree uh, to walk together, which um, sometimes people will say, hey, you don't need to love uh, each other, you know, you just need to agree. But I believe the concept of unity in Christ is love. Because if you uh, love each other, then you'll uh, walk, you know, uh, in respect for each other, but most of all for the teachings of the Bible, what God uh, uh, told us and taught us to do. Because the, here is the difference, I believe, with ecumenism, in my opinion, is that ecumenism is the that dr- move that driven to unite people and say, oh, don't worry about it. I mean, if you have some differences, you know, at least as we come in accordance, you know, to do some things. But who's prepared, I'm talking about even big religions on this earth, to put aside their way of uh, practice, which are, is embedded for so many years in time. And I heard about some of the, um, uh, you know, traditional religions, which uh, will say that even the tradition, it's above the Bible. Mm. Now, how can people put aside all those things and um, unite? Exactly. Because this is the, the the big question, and that's why we are going to look today a little bit more in the passages in the Bible to see what the Bible provides mm. as a as a glue, if you like, uh, well, in for these our unity.
1: Confusing times, you know. We have to have a standard to hold on mm. to, because you know we've got so much into my truth you know you know the, the absolute truth for many people no longer exists so you know my truth is my truth your truth is your truth um you know if if we if we don't have the bible as our standard then you know we can get we'll get very lost very quickly
0: yeah now uh, yes you know it is being presented as a scandalous thing that um, there are so many christian churches that if god is love then why cannot all these followers actually unite in following him what do you say about this tracy
1: i would say that number 1 the 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 fact that we're not United completely has to do with the fact that we're all um, defective Christians and Mm. we're all being transformed, and some are more resistant to what the Word has to say than than others. You know, I've got Catholic friends because I lived in Italy. I have a lot of lot of Catholic friends um, who they say the fact that there are so many splits amongst the Protestantism that that's a a sign that the Catholic Church is a true church. Mm. To which my answer is always. Well, there hasn't been any resistance because people weren't allowed to speak out, you know. um, And we need to kind of look, I think, to understand things well. We need to look back at the history of Christianity and how the first splits came about. And we know that the first division came about with Luther when he was studying the scriptures and he you know, thought, oh my, oh my goodness! Mm. You know, actually, we've we've come so far from, from from what the word actually says. You know, he'd been taught um, the traditions, etc. Um, but when he actually really got into opening his mind, well, yes. what does this actually say? He realised, you know, he was quite dismayed when he looked out and he saw. Hang on, you know, what's going on? Is is so far from you know from 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 what? the original church was. And Luther had no desire to set up a new church. He wanted to actually just he thought he was bringing light. Hey guys, we've really kind of, you know, one step by one step we've moved away and now we're, you know, miles away from from what the the early Christian church was. You know, we've we've got to kind of get our act together and Mm. come before God and ask Him, ask His forgiveness and, and, and come back to the truth. But It wasn't taken that way. It was taken as a um, a challenge to um, authority, separation, and yeah, you know. And so it was with dismay that it ended up there were those first divisions, Mm -hmm. and those that that division came because there was a desire for more truth. Yeah. You know yeah. so so as much as some may say oh, it's just so scandalous you know that the, the the Protestants you know there's so many of them um, they can't even agree with each other uh, I would say that that has come through um, more study more light and again a repeating of the same issues if you like mm-hmm. where people are not prepared to um, open their minds to, to to more light, if you like, mm. um, and 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 sometimes people could just get used to their box that looks like this, um, and and instead of wanting to pursue the scriptures and really understand what what does this tell me, um, if it doesn't line up with their current um, churches' beliefs then then they kind of close their mind to it. Yep. You know? So it is scandalous. It yep. is scandalous but there is a reason for the original division and there are still reasons for divisions as well.
0: Yep. Now I like how you put it a little bit earlier uh, uh, the reason why probably we are not united or cannot be united because we are not the right uh, uh, Christian we should be. Now Obviously, this is the ideal, ultimate thing to to look for you know uh, love and the love of God, but you can talk about love very uh abstract, you know, like um, just talk about love. But comes in my mind that when John the Baptist came to preach you know uh, the gospel, he didn't preach love, he preached repentance. Yes. And that's probably what we need to do. We need to look at ourselves. We need to repent. We need to reform. Because we're talking about the, uh, you know, you, you mentioned uh, Martin Luther and the Reformation. Uh, but before that, he was, you know, he couldn't believe what he's doing. You know, mm. he was just doing routinely some things rather than believing it having him down deep in his heart but when he realized he repented you know and then he could not be the same again yes. reformation has to to happen now but what about those who say that um, it doesn't matter uh, that we should focus on the things that unite us rather than the things that divide us What? how will you respond to this uh, uh, thing?
1: Well you know I understand people having that idea because it's true that th- that sometimes doctrines in the past, if we look at history, they've brought wars and a lot of bloodshed, you know. And so in that way, um, people's interpretation and their desire to stand for what they believed in and the fact that they have manifested that it's so hilarious when you think about it, I mean, except mm. it's so terrible mm. that in order, in in, in in standing for what they believed in, they've then thrown out all of these other things that are important about don't murder, don't do, you know, all, all of these other things, yes. you know, because they just had this almost hatred for people who did not believe the same way, you know. Yeah. I think about in the Dark Ages, <clears throat> the Inquisition,
2: mm-hmm.
1: how many people were killed, burnt at the stake, thrown into rivers with, you know, concrete around yeah, them, yeah. all of these kinds of things. And also even in the Protestant world as well, you have the Puritans who they left Europe to be able to have a good start and they also too for a time, you know, went through and persecuted people mm. who were maybe not to the same degree but who did not line up with, with their beliefs in the same way, you know. So, so it is very sad that... Um, Christians not being completely transformed and therefore interpreting the way to deal with this in a way that was very... um Human and and not heavenly, if you like, you know, we'll just we'll just kill these people, and so there isn't yeah. any any resistance. It, it's it's a shame that what that does is make people think, no, you know, we we, we want to shun that completely because mm-hmm. those divisions are what has brought wars. Those divisions are what has brought trouble, and so it's these kind of things that push people to this idea that we should just unite on the things that that we all agree on and just kind of put to the side the things that we that we can't agree on but, you know, we need to have a balance between loving someone with bro- brotherly love yes. but also being strong enough to stand for correctness, mm. you know. Just because somebody doesn't have my beliefs, that doesn't mean that they've got to be my enemy at all. Correct. Because if I'm a Christian, I'm called to to love others. So, you know, I might pray and I might say, you know, and, and often I will do this, you know, um, pray that the Holy Spirit will actually open up The other person's mind, or if I'm in error, open up my mind too. You know, and um, that's why
0: so many people are rejecting Christianity because uh, they see a lot of hypocrisy. You know, it's one thing to say and another thing to do. You know,
1: (laughs) exactly. And and that's and that's you know that's that's a blot on us as Christians. You know Mm. that 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 we haven't offered ourselves up enough to the Holy Spirit to transform us. That you know we're spouting out all of this preaching but then living very differently I say to people you know if you're not prepared to walk the walk then you know maybe shut the mouth as yeah. well because you do more damage that way but you know there are there are, there are some Im- really important things that divide us you know I mean so let me just spout some of these things off is it true that a human being has the authority to f- forgive sins no was Jesus actually God? What happens when we die? Are we still required to follow the Ten Commandments? On the Day of Judgment, how will I be judged on the good things I've done? Mm-hmm. How should we pray?
2: Mm.
1: How should we view the saints? Can I pray to the saints? Now, these are things that, that, that uh, divide. Well, they're things that, that, that we have different ideas yep. on. But they're pretty important doctrinal issues. So if I have to put all of those things to the side, yeah. What am I left with?
0: Now, I mean, as David said, uh, he he prepared to forsake, you know, the unity, you know, uh, uh, rather than uh, than to to step down, you know, uh, some of these uh, very important uh, aspects. Uh, now, uh, these are quite important uh, doctrines, of which uh, if everyone is not in agreement, it can make a big difference.
1: Yeah, I, I just. Um Want to kind of take us through a practical thing that this might 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 look like? Okay, mm-hmm. so we're all together as Christians and we're in a—I'll try this word again—ecumenical okay. service. <laughs> uh, so w- we've got to be careful, obviously, haven't we? Because we can only focus on the things that unite us and not the things that divide us. So l- let's see. Okay, we, there might be a formal prayer that that we're led through, and I have to think. Well, can I? Participate mm-hmm. in this Because the word tells us in Matthew 7, 8 And when you pray do not use vain repetitions as a heathen do For they think that they will be heard for their many words Therefore do not be like them For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him And that was said by Jesus <clears throat> just before he talked to the, um, disciples about the Lord's Prayer. And yes, we do have the Lord's Prayer and often we, we recite that, mm. but that was actually given as a model for prayer. If you actually look at that, he's, he's setting out what our priorities in prayer need mm-hmm. to be. You know, we start with hallowing God's name yes. and understanding who he is and understanding his goodness. It wasn't that, you know, this will be the only prayer we can pray. I mean, pray. He,
0: even Jesus himself, when he prayed, you know, for the disciples, he didn't follow and pray that uh, prayer, but he mentioned all those aspects, which yes. are, uh, as you just said, this is, if you like, it's a, it's a, uh, skeleton, if yeah, you like, model. on which, or model which you yeah. can build, you know, yes. all the, um, your prayers. Very good. I mean, I think, yeah.
1: You know, and there, it is also okay. Um, what about one group might want to pray to the virgin mary because you know mary's quite a prominent figure in in the catholic church for example okay we'll put that aside because well, if if it would be put aside because the protestants can't mm-hmm. agree with that um and and if it was instituted we know there would be actually a problem Given you know, if we want to follow, if if we want this service to to be following yeah, what is the biblical, word says, yeah, is biblical, yeah. then
0: you wouldn't have a problem with that. I mean, you've been a Catholic yourself, and you yes. probably you prayed to Virgin Mary. I'm not sure if you did or not, but uh, oh, uh, the
1: formal prayers, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, the the word tells us: for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, and that's in one Timothy two five. So if I was there and they wanted to offer up. That prayer, I'd be feeling a little bit awkward there because, oh, okay, well, hang on, no, and then let's think about what the sermon might be about. Um, what has to be thrown out because we we can't, we don't want to offend people. You know, I, I just think that we we need to learn to love others. Uh, we need to respect others' points of view, but we can we can respectfully. Disagree, you mm. know, and, and we're told that, you know, we need to stand firm and practice what the word tells us. And I just want to um, bring up the parable of the wise and the foolish builders, and that's in Matthew 7 24 to 27. I'd just like to read that out. It says, uh, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, Mm -hmm. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain descended the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall and why was God giving us uh, was Jesus giving us giving that parable Mm -hmm. he was saying how important it is not to just hear things you know and hear his teachings but to actually do them Mm. so I must therefore um stand firm on on what I know the Bible to say I can't just you know put it to the side because yep. I, I I don't want to make yep. somebody feel awkward. and a lot of the things that that um, we differ on are important doctrinal issues. Mm-hmm. and so to try and bring everybody together and throw all of those important doctrinal issues out, I fear what you'd be left with.
0: Okay, okay. A bunch
1: Uh, of lovely, lovely songs about love. Mm. You know? So.
0: This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And indeed, we are so thankful to the um, World Adventist Radio for uh, their support. And also... uh, thank you for supporting us praying for us uh, and sending those beautiful messages to us, you can do that right now uh, on the number 04888 80811 now we mentioned a bit earlier uh, Tracy that we are going to give a a book a nice book uh, Mm. today it's called End Time Living now this is a beautiful book by uh, Mark Finley and uh, you just need to send us a text message with uh, the code SA sixteen and you can receive uh, this uh, book. Uh, it tells you a bit more about what we are uh, talking here today. Um, you can yeah, learn in you know on time uh, some uh Uh, Beautiful things. Yeah. Mark Filney, it's a speaker emeritus of the It Is Written uh, television broadcast and uh, share essential Bible truths in this book um, to to help us all uh, to make better decisions in these troubled times. God gave humans the ability to make moral choices. Today we need to be, um, to have that ability uh, more than ever before. Please don't uh, hesitate to send us a text with SA16 and this book is yours End Time Living SA stands for South Australia number 16 and we'll be very happy to organize to have this book in your hands Tracy I'm going to take a short break here, play a song um, and please stay with us, don't go anywhere, this is Fate FM, Drive Time Big Q&A, we'll be back shortly
4: Come easy, love it, don't come. Free Martin Luther King said, Lord, I have a dream. Boys and girls of every color walking side by side. Brother, sister, come on, turn that darkness into light. Lightning bugs by night, heavy stillness in the heat of August and July Lord a wind was stirring from the east to west set my heart a blazing deep down. In my chest And I heard that preacher Crying out from 16th Street Till we all have freedom There is no man Hear heard the people say things just won't get better Four girls died today But we will rise up singing Truly we shall overcome And we won't quit singing Till that day of glory comes Free Martin Luther King said, Lord, I have a dream Boys and girls of every color walking side by side
2: Brother,
4: sister, come on, turn that darkness into light the sister come on turn that darkness into light and we shall overcome one day we shall overcome
0: Welcome back. This is uh, Faith FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today is Tracy Papandreou. We are talking about what is biblical unity. This is under the uh, topic of uh, the ecumenical spirit in a post-biblical world. Now, Tracy, uh, just before the break, you know, we we mentioned uh, this uh, aspects of uh, uh, how easily people can be deceived, you know, when you talk about unity. Uh, But we have to allow the Bible to um, guide us, to direct us, uh, to be able to be united in the right direction Mm. with God, you know, to follow God with and with each other because we care for each other. Um, Now, yes, um, if we are so busy being able to unite with others, who have different beliefs to us, then it will be difficult uh, for us to not be compromised in our beliefs. What you can share here, actually, mm. uh, uh, to to be able to stay strong for the teachings of the Bible, for what Jesus told us?
1: Mm, I mean, that's, that's just the thing. Um, In order for everyone to be together, then so much has to be thrown out... In order that it works for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not just the Christian world that, that they're trying to bring together. You know, you've seen the Pope trying to bring um, the the Islamic world uh, together, and also the the Jewish leaders. You know, we've seen news reels of of him, you know, going and visiting, mm-hmm. and the whole idea of trying to bring it back together. And you know, with Islam, they don't believe that Jesus was God, and and neither do the Jews. Yes, but. The scripture scripture tells us um, in John fourteen six um, it says Jesus said to him I am the way the truth and the life no one comes well, to the important. Father except through me mm-hmm. and and you know I mean Christians who don't know their Bible well may be saying well this is great you know everyone together we all believe in God um but jesus is the critical path
0: and we mentioned that earlier that m- most of us probably i mean many people will agree will say oh yes that's a good idea uh, to unite to have peace harmony but as david pointed out earlier we talked a bit earlier that jesus himself himself said i didn't come to bring peace but the sword why because jesus knew that uh, we are not prepared to, you know, to leave aside easily uh, the um, things which which separates us, which are humanly, yes. to embrace his teachings. And because of that will be lots of, uh, and you mentioned earlier, lots of wars, most of the wars came because of uh, religion. religion.
1: And, and that's one of the reasons why so many people are turned off religion. Yes. You know, rather than seeing, looking at the doctrine, they look at the people who really... I would suggest were not converted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they kind of, you know, followed followed teachings and things but they weren't really converted. Um, because I don't know how a converted person could actually um uh justify killing yeah. others uh for for, you know, to stand up for their beliefs. But again there's there's more texts there that kind of talk about um the importance of Jesus being the center of it all. In Acts 4.12, it says, Nor is there salvation in any other, he's talking about Jesus, Mm -hmm. for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Mm. So, you know, if I've got to throw out Jesus completely as well, um You know, with this idea that that that, you know there's there's even the the unify idea to unify beyond Christianity, then I ask the question: Well, whose book is going to be the standard?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I would suggest that probably no book ends up being the standard, because if I use my book and you think your book is correct. Mm Then hang on. How is that unity? I'm going to I'm going to have my nose out of joint because hang on, I'm tr- I'm coming along to a supposedly you know united um, uh, service, and I'm being told if I don't hang on and and believe in your Jesus, mm-hmm. then I'm banished. I've got I've got no choice. You know I've got no chance. So. Uh, I actually see that when you get people standing up for what they believe in, you can see where Jesus said, you know, it's going to bring. Division when people stand up for for him. Absolutely, and you know? that
0: reminds me very quickly. That reminds me about um, a little illustration because I'm a cabinet maker, a, a carpenter by trade, and using uh, you know the ruler. Um, and they said that two carpenters they come together to cabinet makers and said let's make a table. And uh, they Is this put a, a joke? A, no, it's a real. <laughs> okay. Uh, and they uh, they uh, put together the rulers there and measured the piece of wood. And when they try to make it, it was you know, one or the other was a bit short, two, three centimeters. You know, I said, what's happening here? One says, oh, my ruler is okay. The other one says, oh, my ruler is okay. <laughs> you know, uh, they each the one had The measure
1: they were using is different. It the standard was different. they were using
0: is and, different. And then the only thing to agree with that one, because otherwise they, they will make two different tables, you <laughs> yes. know, one bigger or shorter than the other. They had to go to measure their um, uh, ruler and I'm not sure how it's in English, how you say that one, but it's something like that. In my language, it says it's an etalon. I mean, it's something original. You need to okay. go to the original. Yes. To put your, uh, and see which one is uh, correct. Yes. And that's what we need to do, actually. We need yes. to go to the, uh, the original. original.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, even, even Paul, he was so much about, um, people following, what the word was, you know. He even said in Galatians one eight, but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. Mm. So he was actually warning people, you know, to be very careful about what they take on board in terms of, um, you know, us believing what is what is true true scripture.
0: So there, uh, it seems that. There are limits uh, on unity in diversity.
1: Yes, yeah, ab- mm. absolutely. I think we've we've proven that. You know, the eventual position, if everyone is to be united and we can't offend anybody, is that Christ is actually going to be pushed out of the sphere of importance completely. And 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 the scriptures tell us that He is actually the crucial part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and and also too, you know, we. There would be a downplaying of the Holy Spirit. We know that the role of the Holy Spirit is... Um to lead into all truth. John sixteen thirteen says that. And I'll just go back to, I know I've quoted this before, but um, Pastor Gary has talked about um, that big survey that gets done for, for Christians. And I think it's done annually and mm-hmm. they do analysis of it, or maybe it's actually done every few months. Anyway, they they put some, some papers out on it. And they talked about the fact that people, Christians, were using, some of them were using tarot to help, help guide them as to, you know, what, what, choices and what things that they would, would be doing. So if if the book gets thrown out because, hang on, we all don't, we, we're interpreting it differently and everything, well, then that's what leads to things like, okay, well, we, we won't use the book at all. I'll just use tarot cards. You know, I, I had to almost be picked up off the floor when yeah. I heard that because it just seems so bizarre that a Christian would you know, bre- begin to bring in such worldly things rather than understanding that they have been given the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit sometimes wants to lead us to change mm-hmm. things and and our humanness can maybe resist and not like that, um, but the Holy Spirit's never going to lead us wrongly But we always have to go back to the Word to ensure that it is the Holy Spirit we're hearing from, not a voice from somewhere else.
0: Time is going uh, very quickly, but I just want to ask uh, this, uh, Tracy, can uh, there be any diversity in unity?
1: Absolutely. Diversity in gifts is mm-hmm. one of the things that, that you can have in Ephesians 4, 11, 12. It says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So there we've got different people with different gifts and different roles. We also have a situation where um, we can have different races, nationalities, socioeconomic circumstances. In Galatians three twenty eight, it says there is. Neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male or female, mm-hmm. suggesting that there is that diversity, but they're all equal under God.
0: Oh, that's uh, that's important. All right, well, um, so how should people interpret these messages about the need of ecumenical unity?
1: I'm just going to quote this text, 2 Timothy 4 3 4. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. So we do know that towards the end times, there will be this thing of people not really wanting to value the word, not wanting to hear what the word Has to say. Mm
0: -hmm. And um, what I'm going to ask here, I think, is very important because, you know, uh, Tracy, uh, we are saying that only those who believe in Jesus as Lord, as God, will be saved. Now, there is so much uh, talk in Christianity about the divinity of Jesus. Mm. Mm. But uh, the Bible tells us that only through Jesus we have salvation.
1: Only through Jesus we have salvation, um, but we have to remember that God loves everybody. Mm-hmm. His desire is for everyone to be saved, and there will be people who, um, at this point in time, might be in Islam, might be Jews, all of these kinds of things. People who who are in churches that really do not follow the word. Uh, there's lots of good people that God wants, you know, to to save. Uh, Revelation eighteen four tells us that. Um, Uh, The angel came and said, I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her. And they're referring to Babylon. Mm -hmm. And Babylon is given as a symbol for confusion, come out of her, come out of confusion, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive of her plagues. We, we've got the am, uh, admonition to come out and, and come back to the truth and the purity. Psalm one one nine one o five 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And that needs to be our compass, if you like, for uh, how we move forward on this.
0: That's right. Now, Tracy, we just need to summarize uh, here very quickly, uh, but just before that, I want to mention this um, message coming from our uh, one of our listeners, uh, and it's true, imperfect humans will always get imperfect results. Now, what we need to do to give ourselves to Jesus that he will take away our imperfections that will live in him a perfect life.
1: Absolutely, and allow ourselves to be transformed by the Holy Spirit.
0: Thank you for uh, that message. But yeah, quickly, can you summarize in just a few thoughts in in one minute?
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, So we talked about true unity agrees on solid doctrinal foundations. That's true biblical unity. The idea that there are many ways to heaven is simply not true. The Lord loves everyone, no matter whether they are believers or what religion they are, they are, but Jesus is Lord and it will be who we worship that determines if we are saved, but God wants to call people out into truth. We can't save ourselves. Mm. We need God to do this. He wants to draw us out of error and he wants us to be united but standing on the truths of the word.
0: Oh, that's beautiful, uh, Tracy. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Uh, I may just—I uh, was planning to do a song, but I may change the song just to give us an uh, an extra minute here because I'd like you to pray, if you if you don't mind, uh, sure. for what we talked about—that people may be uh, inspired, directed uh, to really look into the Scripture and base. Their faith, their relationship with God, on on the Scripture, not on the, what we're saying, even here on no. uh, on the radio.
1: No, yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your Scriptures, and we f- pray, Father, for ourselves and for the listeners, that you would draw us into a deeper understanding of what your Word has to say to us on true unity. Dear Lord, we want to be good reflectors of you. We want to um, uphold uh, Jesus, and we can only do that with the help of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you would lead us into greater unity through a greater and deeper relationship with Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. And thank you so much for um, joining us today today. And being part of this program, we are inviting you to uh, come back with us because next uh, topic will be very important one, I believe, for uh, us all, particularly in these times we live in. And this is making sense of conspiracy theories. And uh, the first topic is, does the Bible have anything to say about conspiracy Theories, don't miss our next program. Until then, may God richly bless you and have a wonderful walk with Jesus. I'm leaving you with this beautiful song by uh, Lori Klein, I Love You, Lord.